It's Thursday, February 7, 2019. For the first time in 65 years, we are a net exporter of energy. Trump's State of the Union was low on facts, but high on oil. With climate change, the cost of failure is existential. Democrats bring climate science back to the U.S. House. Plus, new data from the federal government show 2018 was the fourth hottest year since scientists began keeping records in 1880. So it is hot in here. I'm not crazy. Well, all of those stories and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Carbon is killing us. Mexicans are not. (laughs) This is your... Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, I was happy to see watching uh, CNN after the State of the Union address that I was not the only one who thought it was disgraceful that Donald Trump did not talk about climate change during that address. Yes, and we will get to that in a moment. But first, NOAA and NASA both on Wednesday finally officially confirmed that 2018 was the fourth warmest year ever recorded globally, thanks to man-made climate change. What took them so long? Well, that announcement had been delayed by the government shutdown. Oh. That means that the last five years, going back to 2014, have all been the five hottest years on record. Nationally, NASA said rainfall is also trending upward. 2018 was the third wettest year in the overall U.S., and nine eastern states experienced their wettest years ever. Well, it's great to have the American scientists back at work. British meteorologists are predicting that the next five years will be even hotter than 2018 was. And NOAA announced this week that in 2018, extreme weather disasters like wildfires, hurricanes, and floods killed 240. 47 Americans and caused $100 billion in damages. Maybe I liked it better when they were furloughed and we didn't have to know about that. So keep all of those facts in mind as we turn to President Trump's State of the Union address on Tuesday night. Trump did not mention climate change at all in the address or the Americans killed in extreme weather disasters over the past year or even the booming U.S. renewable energy industry. But Trump did tout his rollbacks of pollution regulations regulations and inaccurately took credit for booming U.S. oil and gas production. The United States is now the number one producer of oil and natural gas anywhere in the world. Now that is a remarkable shift and it does have significant consequences. Finally, you're giving my president some credit. But oil and gas production was already surging when Trump took office due to actions taken by previous presidents Bush and Obama. And the U.S. became the top oil exporter in the world all the way back in 2013. Huh. Trump didn't mention that when he gave himself credit. Climate change did rate a mention in the Democratic response to the State of the Union, delivered by Georgia Democratic gubernatorial candidate Stacey Abrams. We can do so much more. Take action on climate change. And then there was this surprising post-speech exchange on CNN when former Republican Senator Rick Santorum asserted that, of course, Trump didn't mention climate change because his base denies it. But CNN's John King was having none of it. Every leader, whatever your party, should be talking about climate change. It's just we well, could have a debate about what to do about it. But he's the, the president of the United States at this moment in the world did mm-hmm. not mention climate change in even a sentence. 
is just frankly a disgrace. Wow. That was John King? Yes. On CNN? Yes. Wow. And on Wednesday, the House Majority Democrats brought climate science and policy back to Congress with a flurry of committee hearings to begin debate over potential U.S. climate policy responses, like the as-yet-undefined Green New Deal. Here's Congressman Frank Pallone of New Jersey in the House Energy and Commerce Committee on Wednesday. I know there are those who believe we can't address this problem because of course are too high. But the costs of not acting are far higher and a lot more painful. Now, in these hearings, House Republicans attacked the very idea of a Green New Deal, calling it socialism and Soviet-style government overreach, despite polls that show 80 percent of voters from both parties strongly support its main goals. So you can expect a flood of scary right-wing fear-mongering and false claims about any Green New Deal that might emerge. And, of course, expect them to ignore the enormous costs of climate change that are occurring right now and omit the benefits of, you know, averting catastrophe. I would expect no less from this crowd. As a matter of fact, we are seeing it already. Just turn on Fox News. They are doing anything and everything they can to undermine a Green New Deal on behalf of their fossil-fueled bosses. Oh, yeah. The scaremongering is strong right now. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, iTunes, or Google Play. Find us, follow us, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Don't be afraid.